You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, big shout-out to anybody listening live on iHeartRadio, listening live on TuneIn Radio, or watching live on the YouTube live stream for the Fantasy Sports Network. We're going to hold you down on a big-time Monday as we get ready for Monday Night Football. We got Major League Baseball playoffs going on right now. A lot of stuff to get to and if you want to join me later on in the show you know exactly how to do it it's at 844-843-6879 i got my man the manimal chris bavona he's on the ones and twos and keeping it so hot that we sweat steam let me tell you something week five is almost in the books we're gonna see the debut of mitchell trubisky and the minnesota vikings and the bears in a little bit uh in about an hour and a half that game will kick off from chicago but uh Week five was interesting. We have a few big injuries to discuss and implications. We had uh, we had a team that was winless get on the board in the Los Angeles Chargers. We also there's some big time trends and takeaways to talk about. Okay, I know everybody on overreaction Monday is getting a little bit overboard on certain people on certain teams. So I'm gonna pump the brakes on some of this speculation that is wild. We're gonna talk about Monday Night Football. We're gonna talk about the trends that I've see that are real in week five and we also got poll questions up for you as usual okay i want to know who was your diamond in the rough for week five was it a guy like ed dixon who came out of nowhere to get over 100 yards in that offense in in carolina was it uh nelson Aguilar who again had another big play touchdown for the eagles brian hoyer who did big things for the 49ers at quarterback and then we also want to know who was your fugazi for week five i'm talking about like todd Gurley didn't do anything against that seattle defense was a guy like Big Ben. Five interceptions against the Jaguars for Big Ben Roethlisberger. Then in his post-game comments, he said maybe he didn't have it anymore. We'll dissect that a little bit as well. Or is it Amari Cooper? This is something I have been telling you guys, and you could listen. Maybe now you want to believe me. It's all right. We got that at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. If you want to get at me and enjoy and join the conversation, you could do that. Remember, later on in the show, we open up the phone lines as well at 844-843-6879. When we come back, I'm going to give you all the injuries and the implications. And also we're going to talk about what Speeds got right in Week 5. And there were some things. And also what Speeds got wrong in Week 5. we got to hold myself, the spitting statistician, accountable before we open up the phone lines. And y'all do it for me because I know you guys would at 844-843-6879. We're also going to talk a little bit at the end of the show as we put the fun in functional sports radio. No one has put the fun in the NBA and like the Twitter of the NBA like Joel Embiid. And boy, did he get paid. So we'll talk about that as well. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, right here on the Fantasy Free style on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network we're going to come back talk about the infirmary ward that is the new york giants wide receiver room when we come back
I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. going on welcome back to the fantasy freestyle right here on the fantasy sports radio network it's your boy dane martinez speeds the spin bit statistician want to tell you about my big time takeaways from week five of the nfl season and boy did it really go down first of all remember if we go all the way back to thursday night football where uh tampa bay bucks kicker nikki folk Missed not one, not two, but three field goals, or else the Patriots could have gone under 500 potentially. The Bucks are going to work out a worked out a bunch of kickers today. Okay, Josh Lambeau, Young Huku, from formerly of the Chargers, and also what about Roberto Aguayo? Maybe he could get a second chance in Tampa Bay. So keep an eye out on that. I do not believe that uh, Nicky Folk is long for the job after uh, his kicking performances of the last two weeks. Also, okay, obviously the big the big news on the injury front. For week five, and I don't know if you know, you know, here on the Fantasy Freestyle, a lot of people on the YouTube stream like to talk about our boy Ted Finn Jr. As our good old fish right here in Studio 34 has made it to week six, but he has a new friend to play with, okay? I decided to put our guy Odell Beckham into the fish tank today because Odell Beckham is now sleeping with the fishies or swimming with the fishies uh, as his season is over. Broken ankle for Odell Beckham, but he is not alone when it comes to the Giants and wide receivers. Brandon Marshall with an anchored injury. He was Carted off. It looks like he's going to miss multiple weeks. Sterling Shepard also dealing with an ankle. There is literally hardly any receivers healthy for the New York football Giants as they went to 0-5 on the season against the Chargers. That's going to be a really interesting situation moving forward on tomorrow's show. When we talk waiver wire, my man Lewis might be one of the biggest wide receiver ads this week for sure. Also, Charles Clay. And it's a shame to lose Charles Clay. He's had knee surgery today. He's going to be out, they say, at least a month. He had an opportunity to be really be one of these tight end ones. He was looking good over the last couple of weeks. I had him on my fantasy team. I was giving him out as an option. Looks like he's going to miss some time. So you're going to have to look elsewhere for your tight end love. Also, Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. Very scary story here. He's in the concussion protocol, okay? they He had the impact, whatever happened. Then he went back out into the game and then decided at halftime, he said he didn't really know where he was. A scary situation with Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs, but he is in the concussion protocol. And listen... The only thing that may have been ravaged, like the New York Giants wide receiver room, was the Houston Texans defense. You saw it on Sunday night. J.J. Watt broken broken leg. They say it's a really bad one there by the knee joint. I don't know if he's going to be the same. I heard Nate Burleson on the NFL Network talking about how he had this exact same injury. 
and that he was really never the same even when he recovered from it. And also Whitney Merciless, he's going to be out for the year. He tore his pectoral muscle early in the game on Sunday night. So that Houston defense may not be the same moving forward. We got Devontae Parker. He also had an ankle injury. He looks like he might be okay. He's listed as day-to-day. Terrence West with a calf. He's going to be day-to-day. My man, boom, boom, Bilal, pow, pow. He's day-to-day with a calf. I don't know if he's going to go for the Jets. It could be a lot of work for Elijah McGuire moving forward in the short term with Matt Forte still battling the turf toe and now Bilal Powell with a calf injury as well. And also as it relates to the quarterbacks, a couple of quarterbacks got banged up. They didn't leave the game. It looks like they'll be okay. But Andy Dalton in uh, Cincinnati, he was hobbled with an ankle, but he played through it. Remember, Cincinnati has a bye next week, so he should be fine and should be fine by the time week seven comes along. But keep an eye on Andy Dalton's ankle and also Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford had like a thigh issue, it looked like, and he was gimpy as well. The proverbial little hitch in his giddy-up as he was moving along. And they say they are hopeful he'll be okay for week six. The Lions take on the New Orleans Saints next week and then the Lions have a bye themselves in week seven. Also when it comes to the quarterbacks um Bills head coach Sean McDermott gave uh, Tyrod Taylor the quote-unquote vote of confidence. I think that's very interesting. It's not the first time that he's gotten the vote of confidence. Remember now in Buffalo when you got Jordan Matthews out, you got Charles Clay out, you got Shady McCoy and not a lot else. Maybe the Bills get right in their bye week but uh listen Nate Peterman could, uh, could be warming up on the sidelines coming up pretty soon. And also in Cleveland, Hugh Jackson is noncommittal on who will be his quarterback for the Browns moving forward. They pulled Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, Kevin Hogan got into that game in the second half of the Jets and looked a little bit better. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser right now 32nd in the NFL in terms of QBR, that quarterback rating stat. So it's not pretty for the rookie there in Cleveland. Hugh Jackson may pull the plug on that experiment. All right, it's time now here on the Fantasy Freestyle Talk About Week five. Let me first talk about what speeds got right and what speeds got wrong. Let me tell you first, my called shots. Listen, the Philadelphia Eagles, man, they moved to four and one. They blow out the Cardinals. I told you about that. That West Coast team traveling east for the one o'clock start. It was uh, it was a problem for everybody that that wasn't facing the New York football giants, at least. But listen, Carson Wentz continues to develop. He looks very good. He is in the top five of QBR in the National Football League right now. And I'm telling you, the other thing about them is that I told you they had the offensive line protecting Wentz. They are now one of these um, aggregate offenses that I talk about all the time. We were just talking about it on lineup lock with Tony Sincata, how, listen, Alshon Jeffrey is technically their number one receiver, but he's not targeted like a number one receiver like DeAndre Hopkins or Julio Jones or uh, you know Odell Beckham or Antonio Brown, these kinds of guys. This is becoming one of those offenses where Carson Wentz is going to go wherever the ball dictates, whatever matchup he has, and part of his maturation process is to know that. Remember, he's got the big security blanket in Zach Ertz across the middle. I think the Eagles are for real, and everybody else in that division, I believe, is going to regress. You know, the Cowboys, they did not get the win. The Eagles are looking at an interesting lead in their division. Remember, the only loss the Eagles have is on the road at 
Kansas City in what was a competitive game. I think these Philadelphia Eagles are for real, and I told you so if you listen to my season previews before the season started. I also told you guys that Michael Crabtree is better than Amari Cooper and will outproduce Amari Cooper. I have been telling people for weeks here on the Fantasy Freestyle that Cooper continues to struggle with the drop issue that he has and that I'm telling you right now at this point, I need to see it. Uh, with Amari Cooper. Before I put him in my lineup again, he's decidedly on my bench, and you may even want to toy with the idea of dropping him in redraft leagues if you're in a 10-team league. It's the same as like Sammy Watkins, man. These guys are not the number one wide receivers. We thought they were. Michael Crabtree greater than sign Amari Cooper. The other thing I wanted to tell you about that I called my shot on week five was these PPR backs, man. Guys like Andre Ellington. I told you Andre Ellington would be interesting, especially in the passing game. He had another nine catches for the Cardinals. You know, a lot of them in garbage time as they were getting blown up by the Eagles. And I also told you about Duke Johnson in the same vein as a PPR guy. He scored a touchdown. Um, in their game against the Jets via the pass, and I think that that was right. Listen, but for everything I got right, there's also things that I got wrong. And let me, you know, these are the people that put it in my eye, and I know as soon as I open up the phone lines, I'm going to hear this, so let me admit it now. Cam Newton had a day. Cam Newton had a day against the Detroit Lions, you know, with all the controversy surrounding him. I still don't like really what he did. I think it was a little bit overborne, overblown with his outfit and his Rosie the Riveter uh, pin. I think that was a little overboard, whatever. But he balled out on the football field, and that's now two games in a row. So maybe, listen, I got it wrong on Cam, okay? And he's back out there. I don't know if he's a QB1, but you're not cutting him anymore. You're not picking up guys like Trevor Simeon over him anymore. What I will say, though, is I've always been talking about this Carolina offense as an evolution this year, right? And I said that Cam is going to need time to understand this offense. He's going to need time to get better and healthier off of his injuries, the shoulder, the ankle, things like that. So maybe this is an offense that is going to get better with time. And maybe we're seeing that right now. But I was down on Cam and he kind of put it in my eye. I also thought that the Chiefs were going to be a much tougher matchup for Deshaun Watson. I thought they were going to confuse him and scheme-wise, stuff like that. But nope. Deshaun Watson with another five touchdowns last night. He leads the NFL in QBR at 85. And check out the other guys in the top five. Dak at an 85 QBR. I mean, excuse me. Watson with an 85 QBR. Dak is second at 77. Carson Wentz at 69 QBR. Alex Smith, who people are talking about as an MVP candidate, is a 68 QBR. And then Tom Brady, TB12, at 65. Deshaun Watson is doing it with his legs. He's doing it with his arm. Five touchdowns. Last night. And the last thing that, you know, pretty much was put in my eye, I was telling people all week to stay away from Aaron Jones in Green Bay. I told you to stay away from him. I told you Ty Montgomery might come back. I told you that Jamal Williams was ahead of him on the depth chart for a reason. Well, it looks like Aaron Jones is going to be a thing. I think he leapfrogged Jamal Williams. He is now a viable person to make sure you go out and get if he's still somehow available. I missed the boat on Aaron Jones. But then again, here's the thing. Ty Montgomery is going to come back soon. And I think that Ty Montgomery obviously eats into the opportunity what you saw with Aaron Jones. But I do believe now Aaron Jones is the handcuff, not Jamal Williams, when it comes 
to the Green Bay Packers. We're going to open up the phone lines here at 844-843-6879. We're going to talk a little bit more about these takeaways from Week 5. New York is upside down. New York football is upside down. The Jets are 3-2 and two and the Giants are 0-5. And, and we got to dive a little bit deeper into that Jaguars-Steelers game because a lot of people are thinking that Big Ben is done, that the Steelers are hopping off that bandwagon, and that these Jacksonville Jaguars may be serious in first place of the AFC South. I'll have my opinion on that when we come back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app. FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Got a little Swiss beats right here on the way back. This is dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and of course, there's anybody watching on the YouTube live stream right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. We're doing what we can to help you win your leagues and win that cash. I was talking a little bit about what I got right, what I got wrong in week five. I told you about these Eagles, man. I told you about the TPR backs, and I told you that Amari Cooper is just not all that he was cracked up to be with the idea of the drops that he had. Only one catch. I believe yesterday, Michael Crabtree is the best wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. And I told you also that I got to admit when I got some things wrong, Cam Newton put it in my eye with another big time performance, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 355 yards through the air. Also, Deshaun Watson putting it in my eye as well for the Houston Texans. Aaron Jones had a nice little game. He's ahead of Jamal Williams, it looks like. Let me also say this, New York City. Man, the Giants are 0-5, and uh, it looks like McAdoo is on some serious pressure here on the hot seat. Jerry Reese as well, you know. First with the offensive line struggles, but remember, they decided, made a conscious effort to get Eli Manning some toys in the offseason instead of protecting him as the window potentially closes on Eli Manning as he gets older. And now what are they going to do? No Odell. Marshall looks like he's going to miss multiple weeks. Sterling Shepard day-to-day with an ankle loss. We're talking about Lewis, and that's about it. Maybe what I think matters here is watch Evan Ingram. I think Evan Ingram now gets even more targets and could be really in that low-end, tight-end, one-streaming kind of conversation. On the other side of town, the Jets are 3-2, and two, and, and their fans are upset about it because they wanted to tank. But let me tell you something about the Jets. This coming from a Jets fan. If I zoom out and I look at their schedule, I still don't see a lot of wins left, okay? They just had the easiest part of their schedule, Jacksonville, Cleveland. And I told you about how the schedule is made. They just played the other last-place teams in the AFC. They still have to play the entire NFC South, which is a good division, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. They still have to play the entire AFC West, Denver, Kansas City. They already lost to Oakland. You know, they, and so maybe the Chargers, when they play on Christmas Eve, like week 16 of the season. But I don't know where the Jets are still going to get these wins. If I, I told you at the beginning of the year, I thought they could get Cleveland or Jacksonville. And I thought that they would win a home game against either Miami or Buffalo. They've done that now. I don't know where they're getting other wins. So let's not go crazy on this uh, New York Jets. They're still, 
they're still blunt guts trash. And I want to talk a little bit about these Jags and the Steelers. I mean, Clayton Trahan got at me on Twitter. Are the Jaguars now a week-in, week-out option on defense regardless of the matchup? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. I mean, Saxonville in full effect. They picked off Ben Roethlisberger five times yesterday in one of his worst games of his career. And I think they're, they've proven that this is the model. This is what they want to do. Guys like Calais Campbell and Fowler are up front. You got A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey on the outside, a cornerback. This is real, and then what they want to do is have a time of possession game and grind out Leonard Fournette. But what I will say about Big Ben, if you listen to the fantasy freestyle, I've said even before the season, I said the toughest thing that we're going to have to deal with are what I've called the sunsetting quarterbacks. These are the quarterbacks like the Eli Mannings, the Phillip Rivers, the Carson Palmers, right? Which... Do they fall off a cliff in terms of their play or not? Big Ben is never someone who I put in that category, but he did come out in the same draft as Eli and Rivers. Maybe he is in that category as well. I still think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be just fine. I still think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win the AFC North. Okay, but it does look weird. And I will say this, that after you've mentioned retirement in the offseason, the narrative is going to very quickly go to, is he done? You know, and I don't think he's done because he still has Antonio Brown, still has Le'Veon Bell around him. So I think the Steelers will be okay. Thing is, they just ran into a very good defense in Jacksonville. And kudos to Jacksonville. So many reasons why they could have laid an egg. Remember the travel, the London game, the third game in a row away from home. But they really put it in my eye. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars, that defense is real. And as Clay Trayton says on Twitter, they are a week-to-week option regardless of the matchup. They scored two touchdowns. There's still bad offense in the NFL. I mean, this Miami-Tennessee game had two offensive touchdowns combined. The Jaguars had two touchdowns defensively. The Seattle uh, Los Angeles Rams game had two touchdowns offensively combined. The Jacksonville Jaguars had two touchdowns by themselves. So keep an eye on this. There's still bad offense, maybe some quarterback changes coming. I'm telling you, Jay Cutler doesn't care. They need to go to Matt Moore. I think he's 30th, 30th, 3rd, 1st in the league in QBR at 21.9. He's behind Mike Glennon. They already made a change at quarterback. The Browns, I think, are going to go to Hogan. Kaiser is at 18.5 QBR. They need to pull the plug on that experiment. Maybe he will develop over time, but uh, they need to maybe press pause a little bit for Deshaun Kaiser as well. And also think about these bills, man. 221, a total offense. One TD. I don't care how many votes of confidence you have. They have no playmakers on the outside. We'll see what happens with the Bills after the bye. But all right, we got the phone lines are open here at 844-843-6879. So I want to go first. I want to go first to Brandon in Cali. Brandon in Cali, you're uh, leading us off here on the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats. Sounds like you got a question about Zeke. Holler at your boy. What's up? Hey, I, was, I just got a... Devontae Adams for Dak Prescott, and I was wondering if I should get rid of uh, Zeke, too. I'm kind of worried about all the legal stuff. Um, Thanks for the call, Brandon. If you hear it on uh, Fantasy Freestyle, uh, most people here on this network, and I agree, do not think that Zeke is going to miss any games this year. I know they're expecting some kind of court ruling. I don't think this is what's going to happen. I don't think he's going to be sidelined. I think what's going to happen, if anything, the same way as Tom Brady was a couple of years ago, if anything with Zeke, he is going to uh, serve suspension to start next year if it comes that far. I don't think you're going to miss Zeke at any point in the fantasy season for this year, 2017. So I wouldn't feel bad about 
about unloading, uh, you know, worrying too much about the Cowboys that you have. I think Zeke is going to be just fine in terms of his ability to be on the field. His reputation, however, will get damaged, but I do think he'll be on the field for all of 2017, barring injury, of course. We got another, uh, we got another caller. It is Jeremy here in New York. Hopefully, maybe he's uh, close to Studio 34. I don't know if you're in uh, New York City right here by Rock and Riley's in Midtown Manhattan, but Jeremy, you got a trade question. How can the spitting statistician help you? It sounds like you got a trade that you may even uh, give or get Kareem Hunt, huh? Let's talk about it. Hey, man, how are you? I love the show, and uh, I'm in Manhattan. I'm not near studio, that studio, though. But uh, All right, fair enough. Come on a, by uh, sometime, a... man. 35th Street, 8th <laughs> Avenue. Come on by. We'll buy a drink, watch a game. But uh, I appreciate yeah, the man. kind words for the show, but how can I help you, Jeremy? What's up with this trade? I got a trade offer here, and uh has something to do with the Jags D. It's funny you mentioned it. Um, or have Kareem Hunt offered to me, along with Kareem Hunt, it's Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup. Now, he wants Jordan Howard, Doug Baldwin, Tyree Kill, and the Jags D. All right, say this again. Wait, it's Kareem Hunt, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup. That's the one you'd be getting. Who would you be giving up here? Say him slow. Jordan Howard, Howard. Doug Baldwin, Baldwin, Tyreek Hill, and the Jaguars D. Yeah, um... Am I giving up too much? No, I mean, you're getting Kareem Hunt, man. You're getting Kareem Hunt, which is a big-time upgrade over Howard. I think Devontae Adams, you know, in that Green Bay Packers offense can eat just like Doug Baldwin, Cooper Cup. I mean, you're losing a little bit on the wide receiver side, but you've also seen Tyreek Hill, you know, that punt return saved you yesterday, Jeremy, you know. So maybe Tyreek Hill, you know, is more of a boomer bust kind of guy. I like this trade because Kareem Hunt is going to be every week for you. I know the Jags defense, I said, is a stud defense, but listen, that's not really something that I would prefer me from making this trade. I like getting Kareem Hunt. Jeremy, I would do that trade real quick, okay? Uh, and thanks for the call. Up next here on the Fantasy Freestyle is Caden. Uh, and Caden is in California out there. Got a question before waiver wires run for week six. Um, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? All right, so I got a two-part question. Sure. All right, so I lost Odell and Charles Clay this week. Yeah. So uh, for replacing Odell, uh, I'm looking at uh, Torrey Smith, Cole Beasley, or Nelson Aguilar, or um, Brandon Tate, or for Ch- Charles Clay. Uh, so, like, what, what are some good waiver wire pickups for Odell and Charles Clay? Sure. Um, and we're going to talk mostly, I got to tell you guys, we're going to do mostly of our waiver wire tomorrow. I'll be giving you my top hot ads at every position. Uh, for the waiver wire on wide receivers, you know, Devin Funches is owning 64% of leagues. It looks like he's going to be a thing for Carolina. Roger Lewis, if you want to replace Odell with another Giant, listen, the Giants still can't really run the ball that well behind that offensive line. Someone's going to have to catch the ball. Roger Lewis looks like he might be the guy, you know, that is healthy and left standing there. And when it comes to the tight end, Listen, Austin Safarian Jenkins might be alive, uh, might be available in your league. He's only owned on 23% of teams. Think about Austin Safarian Jenkins. He's getting consistent targets in the New York Jets. And someone to keep an eye on as well. Watch what Zach Miller does tonight out there in Chicago, okay, with the switch to Mitch Trubisky. If he looks like the security blanket for Mitch Trubisky. He's only owned in about 15% of leagues. He could be someone that is an option to replace Charles Clay for you, who it does look like will be out for uh, over a month with that knee surgery. I see you guys out there on the calls. I still see you, Joshua, Cliff, Scott, and Holland. We're going to get to you when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats. But you know what we got to do? We got to pay the bills. And one of the things that we're also doing here at uh, 
Fantasy Sports Network is we're partnering with DKMS. If you listen to the show, you already know, guys, that we've been doing this to partner with DKMS to help fight against blood cancer. We're running daily fantasy tournaments for free every week of the NFL season, weeks 1 through 16. If you win that, you get a chance to go to the uh, finals in week 17, okay? You're only going to be against 16 people or 15 people. If you win that, you get two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. But here's the thing. Honestly, even if you don't win, you still win because you could help save a life. You could register and learn a little bit more about how you could help fight this disease. I mean, cancer touches everybody in some way, shape, or form. I personally am doing a walk to raise money uh, for cancer research this weekend coming up. So do your part as well. It's free to, it's free to enter the DFS contest. Even if you lose the contest, you still win by help po- possibly saving a life. You could be a blood donor. You could be a bone marrow donor. It's easy to register. It's so simple to do it. I know Chris Pavona has done it. He swabbed the inside of his mouth and he might be a match. We shall see. All right. When we come back, we're going to take these callers and we're going to talk a little bit more about Monday Night Football. And we're also going to talk a little bit more about uh, how you could help another cause very close to my heart. We'll come back. Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Man, Chris Pavona switching it up a little bit here. We're dropping stats over at New Beats right here. A little Daddy Yankee as we're coming back on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. with your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, holding you down. We're reacting to everything that happened in Week 5 from the Jaguars' defense to the injuries in New York to the decline, potentially, of Big Ben Roethlisberger to the uh, ascension, as your boy, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, told you about Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. The phone lines are open at 844-843-6879. We've got a couple of people that want to talk to the speeds. I know one that's coming up that I'm going to have to eat crow because of what I told them to do with Cam Newton, but we'll get there in a second. First, we got Joshua. Joshua is in Dallas. You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. Sounds like you got a question about Todd Gurley. What's going on? So, Todd Gurley didn't do that good yesterday. He almost lost. Uh, I almost lost because I had a duel in Gurley. Do you think that was just a one-week bust? Uh, thanks for the call out there, Josh and Dallas. And yes, um, I do think Todd Gurley is still a locked and loaded RB1 on a week-to-week basis. He just had a bad game. It looks like the Seattle Seahawks were focusing on him. He was even one of, in the poll here, one of our options for our Fugazi of Week 5. And right now, 33% of the poll think that Todd Gurley was the Fugazi for Week 5. We got a couple of people talking about Gurley, Ben Watson, the Lions defense as well. But a lot of people think that Todd Gurley was the Fugazi for week five, but don't worry about it, Josh, out there in Dallas. I do think Todd Gurley will be just fine and is an RB1 moving forward. Please do not make any rash decisions about Todd Gurley. Next up, we go to Cliff in Boston, and I believe I told Cliff 
Oh, Cliff dropped. Oh, okay. I was, I was, I was, I was getting ready to eat some crow because I believe I told Cliff bad things about Cam Newton, so he doesn't want to talk to me anymore. We keep it moving, though. We go to Scott. Scott is in Dallas. Hey, Scott, you're dropping stats over beats with Speeds, the spitting statistician. How can we help you out? What's up, Speeds? How you doing, man? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. So I uh, got a little problem at, at running back here. I'm, I'm sitting on uh, DeMarco Murray, Joe Mixon, and uh, outside of that, I have Wendell Smallwood. Someone mm-hmm. approached me Someone approached me saying they would do a trade for either Kareem Hunt or Dak Prescott for Michael Thomas and DeMarco Murray. Um, just wanted to get your yeah, your thoughts on that? Which one? Which one moving forward with the suspension possibility and stuff like that? Sure. No, I love Kareem Hunt. I mean, if you could do this with what you said, Dak and Demarco Murray or Michael Thomas, say it again. No, that- it's- Michael Michael Thomas and Demarco Murray. So you would be given Michael Thomas and Demarco Murray for Kareem Hunt. All right, so here's the cre- the critical question with this. And guys, everybody uh, on Fantasy Freestyle, when you hit me up on Twitter at Spitting Speeds, the the it's really important for me to know, say, like the format of your league, and also in a question like this, when you're going to be trading away Michael Thomas, what I need to know, Scott, is I need to know the rest of your wide receivers. Because here's the thing: if losing Michael Thomas would be a horrible blow to your wide receiver room, then it's a problem, right? But if you have two or three other guys that you feel good about, then Michael Thomas becomes expendable, and then hell yeah, I do that trade for Kareem Hunt. So here's the real question for you, Scott: Who's the rest of your wide receivers? Yeah, so there, therein lies part of my problem. So I have Jarvis Landry, uh, Sterling Shepard, which we don't know about, right. probably out. And then I have Michael Thomas and Amari Cooper, who's also a big question mark. So. Right, Cooper is a question mark. You know if you listen to the show that I'm down on him. I, yeah, I mean, that means you kind of do need Michael Thomas, man. I think you kind of do need Michael Thomas. I love me some Kareem Hunt, but the fact of the matter remains that Kareem Hunt is going to regress a little bit over the rest of the season. You know, I still think he's an RB1, but he's not going to be what he was doing in the first two or three weeks of the season, and I think you need Michael Thomas. So I think you got to ride it out with Joe Mixon, DeMarco Murray. What you got to hope is that Wendell Smallwood gets back into the mix Thursday night football. I wouldn't do it because I think you really need Michael Thomas. I'm sorry to say, Scott. Let's keep it moving, though, here. Thanks for the call. And as we move on on the Fantasy Freestyle, our next caller is Holland in New Jersey. Holland in New Jersey. You're here on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help? Holly, excuse me. Holly in New Jersey. What's going on? Are you there, Holly? No, I'm about... Maybe like five running backs. I got Amir Abdullah, T.J. Anderson, Melvin Gordon, James White, Lat Murray, and Duke Johnson. So I was, uh, I wanted to know, um, should I, should I drop off Amir Abdullah and pick up Andre Ellerton or Marlon Mack, or should I uh, pick up uh, Chris Hogan off the uh, waiver wire? I mean, if, if Hogan is available, I really like Hogan, but I also really like Mack and. Uh... Who else did you say was available there? Andre Ellington. Andre Ellington, especially especially Holly, if you're in a PPR format, Andre Ellington is gold, okay? He's, he's, he's got nine receptions the last two weeks in a row, and I don't think that's going to change. I think he's going to catch a lot of balls in that Arizona offense. So, Holly, i got to ask you two things. One, if is it a PPR format? If it is, then I love Andre Ellington. And then other than that, you said Abdullah, and i got to hear the other one of your running backs so I can tell you who I believe is at the bottom of that pecking order. Who are your other running backs, Holly? I have I have Abdullah, yep. I have CJ Anderson, okay. I have Melvin Gordon, 
I have James White, I have um, Latavius Murray, and I also have Duke Johnson. Okay, so here's the thing. Let me tell you something, Holly, real quick. Latavius Murray is the bottom man on the totem pole, okay? I think he's the most expendable one. I like C.J. Anderson. He had the buy. Melvin Gordon blew up for you yesterday. James White in the PPR league is going to get those receptions as well. You have enough running backs, Holly, to be quite honest. So while I like I like Andre Ellington, if you're going to spend, um, try and spend your waiver or anything, I would go for the wide receiver. I would go for uh, Hogan out there in New England. Thanks for the call, though, Holly. I appreciate the call. You're welcome here anytime. Last question we have on the phone lines is Dan in Wisconsin. Dan, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. You got a trade question. Let me try and help you out, Dan. What's up? Okay, so in my league, I'm currently sitting on C.J. Anderson, mm-hmm. Doug Martin, Tariq Cohen, Andre Ellington, and Marshawn Lynch. Okay. And I'm trying to get Will Four okay. to go with Deshaun Watson, my quarterback. I see. I'm curious to which one of those players or two should I package to try to get Will Fuller. Fair enough, Dan. Thank AJ and Jordy. Got you. Thanks for the call, Dan. I, out of these running backs, I think that the one that you uh, should be most comfortable kind of dangling is Marshawn Lynch. And I say this for two reasons, okay? One, if you know you have these guys on your team, you've seen the way Andre Ellington is catching balls out of the backfield for you the last couple of weeks. Uh, you saw what Doug Martin did in his return. I think he's an RB2 moving forward. He looked great for Tampa Bay on Thursday. CJ Anderson, I think, is locked and loaded as well. So I think man, if you have C.J. Anderson, Doug Martin, Tariq Cohen, and Andre Ellington, I think you're doing good. I would check the bye weeks and just make sure that doesn't you're not um, in a problem there on any of the bye weeks. Marshall and Lynch has not been doing it for Oakland. And the other thing is, if you're looking to dangle people in a trade, someone else in your league might believe in Marshall and Lynch just purely based on name value. Okay, so his name rings bells that he's not able to answer right now. Okay, so I would move Marshall and Lynch if you're trying to get Will Fuller and get a little bit of stack with Deshaun Watson, but thanks for the call, Dan, here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Listen, I talked about um, on the Fantasy Freestyle how my boy down in Mexico City really felt the earthquake. We talk about DKMS all the time, the things that we do. And as you know here, guys, I'm a Puerto Rican from the Bronx, okay? I had a lot of fan. We have a lot of people out there in Puerto Rico that are still struggling, including my old grandparents' house in Ibonito in the center of the island in the, in the mountains got ransacked and destroyed. Um, an associate of mine from high school. You may know his name. His name is Lynn Manuel Miranda from In the Heights and from Hamilton as well. He uh, really organized some of the titans in Puerto Rican music and did a song for benefit uh, to do relief and donations for uh, the Hurricane Relief, Hurricane Maria out there in Puerto Rico. I want to play a little bit of it right now. It's Lynn Manuel Miranda, people like Fat Joe, Gloria Stefan, Jennifer Lopez, and more on a song called um, It's Almost Like Praying. You know we love the music here. We drop Stats Over Beats on the Fantasy Freestyle, so I wanted to give this a little bit of love as well. This is my uh, high school associate, Lynn Manuel Miranda, and some other titans in the industry with It's Almost Like Praying to help benefit Puerto Rico. Chris, let's get to it. It's almost like praying.
That's a little bit of it's almost like praying by uh, my former high school friend Lin Manuel Miranda and other artists like Fat Joe, Gloria Stefan. I love that they're basically shouting out a ton of cities in Puerto Rico, including I Bonito where uh, my grandparents are from as well. I know a lot of people we were talking about and responding to all the causes that are out there. Listen, man, we are living in trying times. So if you win some money in fantasy or in DFS, you know, maybe you put a little bit out there to support people in need. When we come back, we're going to check in on the polls. I'm also going to give my quick preview of Monday Night Football, Vikings and Bears. You know how we do. And if you was on the YouTube live stream, you saw me doing a little bit of salsa there with my man Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's almost like praying. We drop stats over beats right here. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle. The only thing that may have been ravaged, like the New York Giants wide receiver room, was the Houston Texans defense. J.J. Watt, broken leg. They say it's a really bad one there by the knee joint. I don't know if he's going to be the same. I heard Nate Burleson on the NFL Network talking about how he had this exact same injury and that he was really never the same even when he recovered from it. And also Whitney Merciless, he's going to be out for the year. He tore his pectoral muscle, so that Houston defense may not be the same moving forward. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Everywhere we go through, all the gangsters around, they know my whole crew. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we drop stats over beats with your boy Speeds. This is fitting statistician. The Yankees have taken a 2-0 lead on the Cleveland Indians as they look to get revenge against Trevor Bauer in Game 4 of the ALDS right there and forced to deciding Game 5. The Yankees are up 2-0 in the bottom of the second and looking for more against Trevor Bauer. Let me tell you a little bit about what I'm thinking here on Monday Night Football, okay? First of all, Sam Bradford is, in fact, active, okay? So make sure he's in your lineup, not Case Keenum, if that's something you were dealing with, okay? So Bradford is back. I think that means we're very excited to fire up Adam Thielen and my man Stefan. Can you dig it? What I'm interested to see on Minnesota is what does this running back room look like without Dalvin Cook, okay? I think Latavius Murray is just the guy in between the tackles. He's touchdown dependent. And I do think Jarek McKinnon could be an option in PPR leagues. Let's see how that looks in the passing game. I have it as McKinnon greater than sign Lat Murray. On the um, Chicago side, listen, we all know it's the debut of Mitchell Trubisky. So the question is, like, what can you try to, you know... What nuggets can you mine for? And here's something. And Tony Sincata said it on Lineup Lock Live. I also thought it. With the backup quarterback, look to guys that were maybe second teamers in the preseason. So I like Deontay Thompson, okay, because he might have some chemistry with Trubisky. In training camp, maybe they were throwing some back shoulder fades together as the twos ran in training camp. Remember, at the beginning of the season or in training camp, it was Cam Meredith, it was Kevin White that were the wide receivers. So on the side field, and when the twos got action, I bet it was Mitchell Trubisky along with Deontay Thompson. So I think Thompson could be a sneaky play, both in DFS if you're in a little Monday-Thursday slate, action or moving forward in fantasy he's led the Bears in receiving um, like two of the last three weeks as well so think about that Deontay Thompson could be a name if you want to get ahead of the curve okay with Mitchell Trubisky ultimately though I do think that the Minnesota Vikings get it done I think they go into Chicago it's a tough ask for Trubisky in his debut in a primetime game against a very good defense give me the Vikings with Bradford back under center give me the Vikings today in something like a 27-16 kind of of game. That's the way I think it's going to go down. Tomorrow, 
what we're going to be doing here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We're going to be talking more about the hot ads, your waiver wires, your fab budget, and who I think you can believe in, who I don't think you can believe in. We'll obviously be taking your calls as well at 844-843-6879. You could always hit me up on Twitter as well. I try to get to everybody. It's tough to respond to everybody, but I try and do what I can. Okay, so you could always holler at me at Spittin' Speeds as well. And like I said, we got the poll question up right now. Which diamond in the rough helped you win week five? 24% say Brian Hoyer. A lot of people say other, but then they didn't say who it was that helped him. And remember, when I say diamond in the rough, I'm thinking about guys. Listen, Leonard Fournette is not a diamond in the rough. A.J. Green is not a diamond in the rough, okay? Melvin Gordon is not a diamond in the rough. These are people that are owned on 99, 100% of leagues. So Brian Hoyer got 24%. Nelson Aguilar got 15%. Another big-time touchdown for the Eagles there. And Ed Dixon. 14%. He was only owned in like 3% of leagues. Other people are saying, yo, Patrick Hurd out there at uh, underscore grind harder on Twitter says, Will Fuller has put in work for two straight weeks. That is true as Deshaun Watson throws another five touchdowns on Sunday night football. When will the league adjust to Deshaun Watson is the question. Clayton Trahan, of course, saying Brian Hoyer by feeding Garcon. They were definitely feeding Garcon early on in that game. Remember, Garcon was also early on in his career in Indianapolis with Peyton Manning, so when they unveiled the statue and honored him, maybe he took it as an opportunity. It's not a revenge game per se, but looking to ball out as well. And then as the Fugazis, like one of the callers said, Todd Gurley, 34% say Todd Gurley was the Fugazi. Don't worry about it. He'll be right back at it next week. Big Ben with 24%. I believe Big Ben is fine. The toys are still there. Listen, don't go crazy with Big Ben. And Amari Cooper at 19%, though. I think it's time to move on from Amari Cooper. We'll tell you who are the wide receivers you may be able to add on the waiver wire tomorrow on the Tuesday edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go Yankees. They're up 2-0 now. Looking to build some more. When I come back, hopefully their season still remains. Speeds the spitting statistician on the Fantasy Freestyle. See y'all tomorrow.